superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At the end of the day, Eric Bienem is a ball coach. This is the Rich Eisen Show. He's a third-person guy. He was point-blank asked about, why aren't you a head coach? Being a head coach, that's something. If that's to happen, it'll take care of itself. The Rich Eisen Show. Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy didn't call plays in Kansas City or under Reed, and they got gigs. Today's guests, Apple TV lead MLS analyst, Taylor Twelman. Host of the Business of Sports podcast, Andrew Brandt. NFL writer for The Athletic, Mike Sando. Actor, Brandon Sklenar. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're live on the Roku channel, which, by the way, is free on all Roku devices. Select Samsung Smart TVs. It is free on Amazon Fire TV. It's free on the Roku app because the Roku channel is inside that app, and the Roku channel is free. Same thing at the RokuChannel.com. We say hello to our terrestrial radio audience, Sirius Channel 218, XM Channel 202. We say hello to the Odyssey app listeners who are listening in our podcast. We, 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 we don't forget you just because you listen whenever you're darn well pleased. It's your, it's your right as an American to listen to the show whenever you want. All three hours, courtesy of the Cumulus Podcast Network. Uh, we just said goodbye to Taylor Twelman um, of Apple TV. He's now the new lead analyst of the uh, MLS uh, coverage there. Um, and uh, Chris Brockman, normally with the Rich Eisen Show bump, uh, provides uh, uh, a better spot for our guests uh, when they appear on our program. Um, you said the uh, the uh, LAFC match, LA Galaxy, LAFC match set for the Rose Bowl that he's in town to call just got canceled. Is that what it is? Postponed? I, I don't think that's out anywhere. We might be breaking oh. news there, but uh, Tara got a call on the way out that it was postponed. Okay, so, yeah. so this just in. News that I shouldn't have said into a microphone. <laughs> Don't tell me things in the break if I'm not supposed to say it. You got you to lead with that, Chris. You got to. You know. I think it's quite all right. People are going to find out eventually because it's raining here in Los <laughs> yeah, Angeles. Yeah, it's, it's pouring down it's rain. Pouring. Here. Good to see you, Jason Feller, hey, sitting in for DJ Mikey Diaz and D's nuts. Good to see you, TJ Jefferson. How are you, sir? Hour number two. You know what I found out last night, Rich? That mm-hmm. Kevin Harlan pronounces Roku as Ruku. And uh, I just found that. I will have to. Yeah. Uh, I will have to talk to him about that. Good thing I have <laughs> right, his number, Kevin. and good thing this man has my number and kind enough to let me know. Hey, I'm in town. So joining us right here on the Rich Eisen Show in person once again is the man who is the uh, host of the best of uh, the Business of Sports podcast. Writes a column for Sports Illustrated. He is a longtime front office executive for the Green Bay Packers. His newsletter Sunday Seven can be acquired at Andrew-Brandt.com. It is sponsored by the Oregon Yurt Company that uh, housed Aaron Rodgers. Re- 
recently. <laughs> uh, Andrew Brandt, good to see you over there, Andrew. Good How to are see you? you. Always good to be out here. And All see right, you. I just made uh, I just made that up about who sponsors your newsletter. That's just my way to get into this conversation. It's a nice sponsor to have, especially it, what they just went through. They went through. <laughs> I like it. I imagine Aaron Rodgers was a was a was a good guest at their facility. I imagine, right? Yeah, it sounded like it was. It's a experience that many have had, not just famous quarterbacks sure. that go in making life decisions, going through some changes in yeah. their life, maybe thinking about things in the future. Uh, and I know the media was kind of a catnip thing for the media that Aaron's doing this for days in darkness. Not surprising to me, knowing Aaron. You know, he's a chill guy. He's a California cool. He's always been a guy that's been introspective, that's not taken things too seriously, that's always had self-reflection. He gets probably a lot of grief for it. Mm -hmm. But now he's out, and we wait to see. So <laughs> let me ask you this question. Um, it's not... He's not keeping them hanging at this point in time, right? I mean, there's still time in which to make decisions and take out of drawer A, drawer B, drawer C, whatever uh, plan of action yeah. the Packers need to take based on what decision he makes, right? I mean, it, like, yeah, I mean, uh, for people that don't know, the new league year where you're allowed to trade, sign free agents, all the business of the NFL actually starts technically on March 15th. Right. But what's upcoming is the Combine, which is kind of a football convention for everyone GMs and business people getting together, doing deals. And by the way, there's workouts going on for college players too. Right. But really, it's a, it's a business. Everyone's talking trades, free agency. What's it going to be like? Teams setting up shop. I think we'll know soon enough. You know, and the three decisions, of course, whether Aaron will stay with the Packers, decide to move on, or request moving somewhere else, a trade, a separation. Listen, you and I have been through this before. I think no one's fault. I just think it's time. I think it's time for a separation. I think they've had Jordan Love in the bullpen for three years. They drafted him in the first round. It's ironically deja vu from 15 years ago. We had Aaron in the bullpen three years. We were ready to move to Aaron, turn the keys over to him. Brett retired, but of course he came back and it got messy. And we had to tell Brett we've moved on. We've moved to Aaron Rodgers. I think, I don't know this, I don't have inside knowledge. I think the Packers are ready to move to Jordan Love. So the complicated answer for Aaron coming out of the, the, the hut mm -hmm. is that, hey, I want to stay with you. That's complicated because I think, I sense from my experience that they want to move on. Why? You know Bob McGinn. <laughs> you know him for a yeah, long he time. he used to cover us a long time. Exactly. Yeah. He's been around. He said on a, on a podcast that, that the Packers are, quote unquote, disgusted with Aaron Rodgers, and they're done with him. That's what he said. Well, I always look to the contract, too. Now, they made a big commitment last year, mm -hmm. obviously, and he's got $60 million waiting for him this year, whether from them or someone else. But the contract's funky, Rich. It, there's an option that doesn't pick up until the start of the season, and then it goes into another level next year. In other words, dead money of $40 million this year. That's bad. But dead money of $60 million next year, that's really bad. If he's traded? If he's on the roster oh. this year and is separated next year, 2024, mm -hmm. 2023, $40 million, that's not easy to take, too. But, of course, they lose his salary. It, the why is a great question. I don't think the Packers, I think that's a little hyperbole from Bob. I don't think they're disgusted with Aaron. I just think, every, I mean, who cares about Jordan Love? But I don't think they can go to Jordan Love and say, hey, by the way, we're going to play you your fifth year, maybe, or your sixth year. 
and you're going to sit another year, number four. I don't think they want to trade Jordan but, Love. But didn't they <laughs> essentially tell Jordan that by giving Rodgers the contract that they gave him last year? Because nobody saw when they handed Rodgers that contract after two straight MVP seasons, or as he referred to it on the McAfee show as two COVID MVP seasons. Yeah. And so he, he, he does that. I don't think anybody saw the struggles of this season coming. Well, I shouldn't say nobody saw it. A lot of people were wondering, who's he going to throw to the minute Devontae yeah. Adams left for Las Vegas? So people were, you know, we, we were wondering how he, they were going to still pull it off. But I, I think everybody believed that Rodgers would play to a certain level that we could cover that stuff up. And then the season is, you know, the first half, total disaster. Yeah. Second half, almost made it until they they struggled in the final game at home against the Lions. Yeah. So, so didn't they already tell Jordan Love that already? I don't know what the you know again. I see the contract. I saw the contract as a one year deal, and they decide now. I think it's much more subtle than you know that sort of disgusted with Aaron, up fed up with him. This is what we went through again fifteen years ago. It just felt like it's time to move on, and it's nothing that he's doing wrong, but you can sense it. No, past years is like we really want Aaron. We really want Aaron. We really want Aaron. Now this year is kind of, we're going to wait and see what Aaron wants. It's just that subtle difference. Mm-hmm. That was the way we were with Brett. Years with Brett, we'd send Mike McCarthy down to Mississippi. We'd send 10 Thompson down to Mississippi. That last year was like, we'll see what he wants to do. You know, and that subtlety, I think Aaron probably feels that. I think he feels that. And Aaron, as you know, has been very nostalgic and walking off the field with Randall and I'd be surprised if he comes out of the hut, which he's out, mm-hmm. and says, I want to be back. Hmm. And before we move on to other subject matters here, Andrew Brand on the Rich Eisen Show, I have said over and over again that anybody who thinks that Rodgers is being overly dramatic and the Packers um, are, are sitting there chafing about the drama, anybody who's been around a long time, this is nothing compared to what you guys went through with Favre. Nothing <laughs> is what I said. Because Rodgers, the only way that this would actually play out like Favre is if he says, I'm out, and then a week later says, I'm back. And so, right? I mean, wouldn't you agree? Because that was nuts with you guys and Favre. And when we moved to Aaron, the hate we got, oh my God. What do you mean? They wanted Favre. When he came back. you're talking about? Yeah. Uh And media. You know, like, you got to let Favre come back. He's Favre. You know, he's he's Brett Favre. And we had gotten to the championship game that previous year. So, like, the hate we got. Now, you, you know, sense around, people are like, yeah, we can move to Jordan Love. Think about that. Now, I don't know if it's universal. I'm just a sampling I see. People coming back to me on social media where we're ready to move to Jordan Love. But we'll see. I, but listen, it was 95% Brett when he came back from retirement. And Aaron was great through that. He, he was, was great. Yeah. He was, he's like, I'm just going to keep my head down, keep my mouth shut. And could have been really bad. For him. I heard this story. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, by the way. What a great way to set this up. But I heard Thompson went down to Mississippi um, after Favre said, I want to come back. And Brett thought this means that Ted is going to let me back. And he went down to offer him his locker, his actual physical locker oh. from, from Green Bay. And that's what really broke it for Favre, that he knew he wasn't going back. Is that, did that happen to your recollection? Not to my recollection. What I do know is that Brad and Buss 
you know, June 20th, I believe, 2008. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going to happen? And I think Mike McCarthy was the one that said those three words. We've moved on. Say that date again so people can understand just how nuts this was. Say that date again. I believe it was June 20th, 20th. 2008. Think about it. We're talking, people are like, when's he going to tell the Packers an answer? And it's February 24th. June. Well, he retired March 3rd. I mean, (laughs) mean, think about it. And then people think that what Aaron's doing right now is nuts. And it was crazy. It was way crazy. Think about it if we're talking about Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, on on June 20th of this year. People go crazy if that happened. Oh, my God. The right? Hate, the hate I had on my voicemail those days. Because, <laughs> you know, Brett Favre, you're going at who? Aaron Rodgers? Who? Right. What? Right. Why? Why? Over Brett Favre? And I don't sense the same. Do you? No. I don't sense it. I don't. I don't. But I think Packers fans would be pleased to have him back. But if it is Jordan Love, I think they'd be like, okay, it's, let's see where we go here. Yeah. So then just to put a button on, where do you think would be the spot Rodgers would, would say, okay, if this is the time to separate, you know, uh, Devontae Adams wants him, but McDaniels might, you know, might not. Our I mean, coach. He, right? Uh, the Jets are apparently holding off Derek Carr right now to, to find out what Rodgers' decision is. What, what do you think? I'm going to disappoint a lot of, I know you got some New York friends here. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm a New Yorker. I don't see the Jets. I just, I don't see Aaron Rodgers, California cool, settling in New Jersey. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see. But him he settled saying, in in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, I know. But he had no choice. <laughs> right. I, mean, um, I would guess if gun to my head, Vegas or Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, building a house there. That seems to be out there that he is doing that. Andrew Brandt here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. So, <clears throat> the quarterback carousel and what happens um, is really, I guess, Rogers is the first domino to tumble there. What do you think is going on in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson? It's been the most Baltimore? curious negotiation the past three years because without an agent, he's more than the agent agented players like Wilson, Murray, Carr, has really pushed for this Deshaun Watson deal to be a precedent. Mm-hmm. You know, fully secured, like an NBA Major League Baseball deal, five years, fully secured money. And the Ravens have resisted, of course. Did and you hear the the deep dive story from ESPN, um, where they're, according to their reporting, last year's negotiation, every single time <laughs> Lamar was looking for more than what Watson was guaranteed. Yeah. That's what he's looking. Each one of his offers on I the think table. Rich, I'm asked all the time. Maybe you are too. Why don't NFL players have guaranteed contracts? Why did baseball and basketball the most injury prone sport why don't they have it and there's nothing in the cba that says you have to have guaranteed or not guaranteed there's it's all individual negotiations now we have something that could push the envelope we have the sean watson say what you will about his situation good or bad but it's there it's precedent i'm a lawyer precedent and russell wilson did a deal it's kind of back to the old format one or two years guarantee the rest on the come same with kyler murray so what? So Lamar says, I'm going to push it. And if Lamar doesn't get a fully guaranteed deal, and maybe Hertz doesn't and Burrow doesn't, we're kind of the Watson deal is kind of an aberration. Well, Herbert as well is on the clock for yeah. his new deal as well. Guys. Now all those guys from that draft class, and but those guys aren't going to be making a deal before the Ravens have to make their right. decision on their franchise tag 
for Lamar, which is coming up right around the corner. Which is what they'll do. Which, well, is, which format would you counsel them to do it? The exclusive or the non-exclusive? Because the exclusive, they can set their trade value at, the, at least two first-rounders. Right. But the non-exclusive guarantees them at least two first-rounders and also limits the people who Lamar can negotiate with. If they right. don't have two consecutive first-rounders, which would you right. counsel? Well, it's, it's 13 more on the cap, 45 million versus 32 million. I have the sneaking feeling they're going to do the non-exclusive at 32 million and sort of say to Lamar, hey, you think you can get a fully guaranteed deal out there? Go find it. Yeah. And we get two number ones or whatever we work out back because, I mean, collusion's a strong word. <laughs> but there's a, What a way to start your sentence. There's a lot out there like, hey, freaking Haslam, we're not doing that. We're not doing what they did in Cleveland. And it would set our sport back, give players leverage they've never had. I just sense no one's doing that. Well, I mean, the owners may not have gotten in a room and said, we are not doing right. this. But, Individually. But I think collectively, all of them are like, that. they might have just all had the same thought. I know that sounds naive, and I'm sure players or in players' associations and agents would push back at that notion. But what else do you want? I mean, that was an insane deal yeah. compared to what the precedence was, compared to what his circumstances were or maybe still are. With well, it. so I've talked to league executives and they basically try to say because of his situation, almost because of his bad behavior, mm -hmm. he was in this unique situation where the Texans didn't want him and they had a, a sell-off, an auction with the Panthers and the Saints and the Falcons and the Browns. And the Browns were out. He's a Southern kid, wanted to go to Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina. Then the Browns were in. And then the Browns signed him and they were signed him because of that deal. Because they just gave the agent the piece of paper and said, you do it. Andrew Brandt here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I do let you go into this rainy Los Angeles day, um, we've had a conversation on this show over and over and over again, and I say the words over and over and over again, and it sets off my friend Chris Brockman across the aisle. And it is the time of year when players at the quarterback position hit the open market and get the market value just because it's their turn even though their resume does not scream right. $40 million a year, does not say they could get paid better than Patrick Mahomes just because it's their time. Drives Chris nuts, right? Drives you crazy. Insane. Daniel Insane. Jones appears to be that individual right now, that his contract's going to start with a four, which drives you nuts. You have a former National Football League executive who knows the way it works right here. Ask him the question. <laughs> do, do teams know that they don't have to pay these guys that much? If he is not franchise tagged, he'll get it. Why? <laughs> because you can't get these guys. You know, the usual. I can get a guy that is as good as Daniel Jones. There's the like usual, 15 Chris, of them out there. Chris, the now be, be, be nice to the man. He You're right. No, I understand okay. the argument. Okay. The usual suspects. He's, he's, from, he's from the Northeast. Sorry, I don't mean okay. to okay. <laughs> The usual suspects. For quarterback free agency are nothing against these guys josh mccown tyrod taylor uh ryan fitzpatrick back in the day you know who these guys are yeah of course right if you get someone like daniel jones on the market look at kirk cousins years ago they're gonna get because the bidding because there's nothing out there you can't get these players look at deshaun watson was basically a free agent now I agree with you. There's no middle ground. There's the rookie level, and then there's these $40 million quarterbacks. Why isn't there a middle ground? 
someone's got to do a deal with someone who's not going to be a free agent because they have leverage and say, let's do a $20, $25 million deal. And before this season, I'd like, yeah, Daniel Jones will sign for 20 to 25 over five years. But now he won't. Now he won't. Because he won one playoff And his game? answer is the Giants should say, there's the door. Well, they have the tag at 32, or they do a deal. But if you're doing a deal, they're going to offer less than 32 a year. How is he going to do that? You know, Geno Smith, can you imagine Geno Smith might not be happy with a $32 million franchise? I'd rather have Geno Smith than Daniel Jones. These guys, would have, before the year, I think you could have gotten them for 15 a year. 20 a year max. The other aspect of this conversation that Chris is asking about, I'll ask it for you, is will we ever see a team, let's say the Giants, or could, could be that team right now, screw it. We are not going to pay that much money on our quarterback. We love him. We love Daniel. They, you know they love Daniel Jones, yeah, okay? And there's many reasons to love him, but they're not going to pay him that much money just because the market says that's the cost. And they say, we're just going to go back and start again and draft somebody. Will we ever see a team run their franchise like that, Andrew Brent? I think people are afraid to do that because the quarterback's so important and trusting it to a young guy. Yes, you've got the examples of Burrow, Hurts, and Herbert. They don't come along much. They don't come along much. I wrote in Sports Illustrated this week, this, there is a myth that if you pay a top quarterback, you can't build a Super Bowl team around him. I think that's BS. I don't subscribe to that. I think well-managed teams can pay a quarterback $40 million and have a Super Bowl contending team every year. But listen, these guys are overvalued. Look at it, the draft. They're all pushed up on the draft mm-hmm. when they shouldn't be drafted. They're drafted early. They're pushed up in free agency. This is where we are. They are everything in sports, in this sport. And yes, Daniel Jones, either going to be franchised or going to get more than 32 a year. Same with Geno Smith. We would have never said that six months ago. Why can't we see more teams operate the way San Francisco did this year? Now, it was because of necessity, because of injuries, but they took the last pick in the draft and were a play away, an injury away from being a Super Bowl team. And if you look what they did, they surrounded him with great talent yeah, on both but, sides but of the you ball. Can, you can operate that way if you know the last pick in the draft is going to play like right. Brock Purdy. They didn't know he was going to play like Brock. They didn't know he was going to play like That's what I'm saying. They kind of they, they got lucky. But he the was the last pick in the but draft. But you're not going to operate your your franchise out of first round. Why not? Uh, because you could get lucky. You're going to really operate well, your franchise the like that. Thing, Chris, is they they did get lucky with Brock, but they spent three number one picks for the guy who's going to start above Brock next year. And imagine how good they'd be if they had those picks. They mortgaged the future for Trey Lance. Absolutely. But they hit on all the talent around them. See how that like works if you have out. a good front office and you hit on your draft picks, obviously easier said than done. Why can't you just roll the dice every four to five years with a first round quarterback? <laughs> I love it. What do you think? Go ahead. I see you got a guy right here. Can answer all your, your questions. I, I understand it. I've heard it before. I don't think a team's ever going to do that. Why? Because it's too risky? Damn straight. Because you are building your team around this player, and you're going to pay what it needs to. And again, this is my feeling. Jobs are on the line, too, right? I don't your think jobs, on the line. jobs are on the line. I don't think... Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. He's a third-rounder. And they paid him. Now two teams have paid him. Now, it's also, by the way, this is spoken like a guy who's got uh, six rings from a pick 199 in the draft. So, you know, 
this guy's used to, you know, those are rare. striking gold. But I'm those not, are rare. I, I, I mean, I'm listen, honestly I'm not thinking with that. I mean, mind. I'm Bay, just saying, the like, uh-huh. spoiled fan base in America because they've had 30 years of franchise quarterback. Play. No doubt, Jordan Love. Well, dude, another 15 when Jordan Love finally gets in there because that's <laughs> what happens in Green Bay, right? I'll see you in 45 years when they're moving to the next. Game. All right, I got one last for you. One for you. I, I lied. I got one last one for you. What do you think the Bears are thinking right now? What's Ryan Poles thinking? I don't see them trading ju- Justin Fields, but they got to make it look like they do. I right? see them getting a haul for that asset. Wow. The first overall yeah. pick. Because they got to make it like they're going to have to bring in Bryce Young, right? They're well, going to have to bring in CJ Stroud. They're not going to say they're not going to try. What, what, what would you counsel Ryan Poles to say when he steps to the podium next week? We haven't made any decisions. We got a long time before the draft, but we feel very good about Justin. You got to say that. Right? You got to say that. Um, but you got to lean into the first part to make it seem like. Yeah, you- but GMs are smart. You know, most GMs wouldn't trade a number one pick quarterback two years ago for a number one quarterback this year. I mean, I think GMs know they're not going to trade them, you know, but they have the asset and the asset is getting whoever it is, Bryce Young. And can they get three number ones for Bryce Young? Can they get a, a good player plus two picks for Bryce Young? That's how you got to do it. By the way, they have $100 million of cap room. Mm-hmm. They have no one on that roster. You talk about money, Chris, no one on that team makes money. No one. They traded Robert Quinn to the Eagles, paid him the $12 because they need to pay someone. <laughs> they traded Roquan Smith to the Ravens. They would pay. They paid his salary last year. Mm-hmm. They need to pay someone. This is the Philadelphia Sixers from five years ago in the NFL. They are the trust the process team. They brought it down to the studs and they're building it back up. I hope Fields is the guy because they got a ton of cap room to build around them. So I guess we should uh, full circle ask Aaron Rodgers, right? Because he owns the Bears. <laughs> Last I checked. Yeah, maybe he he's, wants to trade. He's yeah, a bear owner. Justin. Um, <laughs> uh, as always, great conversation with you. Uh, Andrew-Brandt.com is how you can get your Sunday get 7 newsletter. newsletter. Yeah. Um, the Business of Sports podcast, Sports Illustrated column. And what are you doing at Villanova again? You're teaching classes? Yeah, I run a whole sports business law program there in the grad schools for law and business. It's a great program. Run by uh, the donor is Jeff Morad, who's from out here in the baseball go. world. Of course. Yeah. Know all about him. Thanks for coming in here, man. Always enjoy it. Always, Always enjoy chopping it up with you. Andrew Brandt right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. What's more likely are Friday staple and more of your phone calls when we come back. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed <laughs> The Rich Eisen Show Radio Network back with the Roku channel stream. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. <laughs> yeah, we just showed a video of Kyler Murray's appearance at our Super Bowl in Atlanta. Uh, I, I haven't spoken to Kyler Murray since. When was the last time we had Kyler Murray Hoskins on? Look it up. Hoskins says we've spoken to him since. All right, hold on. I'm we have check. not spoken to him since. Check. Have we? Hold on. I don't think so. He was on our Super Bowl <laughs> when the Rams played the Patriots in that Super Bowl in Atlanta. When he came on and he he was in the uh, we we were you know part of the AT and T world, Turner world. We did our our show. Ago. We did our show from the Turner Studios in Atlanta, down the uh, corner from Dan Patrick. Studio. He pre-taped that segment with us and went on Dan's show live. We all remember what he did with on Dan's show, where Dan was trying to pin him down on "Are you playing football or baseball?" Just as I was, and he tried to not answer the question. And Dan and him uh, had an interesting chat that went viral. And then ours aired a few hours later. Yep. And um, I don't think we've chatted since. Uh, apparently, he called in during Super Bowl week two years ago. Is that right? February the second. Or February the first. And my bad. That's, uh, yeah, that's right, look said. at you, Hoskins. Well, you know our library more than most. <laughs> it's not a lie. <laughs> Thank you. If you believe. <laughs> Great drop, Felly. <laughs> and by the way, uh, kudos to our uh, coordinating producer, Mike Hoskins, uh, who is not only remarkable at his job live on the program, but remarkable at his job when not live on this program, so much of this program um, that you see on the screen on the Roku channel, he and uh, Sean Mitchell and uh, Jordan Shero at home, they're terrific. Um, but the most impressive thing Hoskins may have ever done oh is avoid jury duty this week. Oh, oh. He's made it here <laughs> to this Friday program. Well, well done, done, Mike Hoskins. I mean, we all thought you were like going the, somewhere else. With like that. the Matrix, you know, like the, he, was, he, he was just moving all around and just avoiding the, the every night calling in. And um, you know, it'll get you. Didn't know every, at, at night. At, at night, and, and by the way, he's, he's also closing me in on me in fantasy. That's where I thought he, you were going. No, 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 no. He is. He's got a shot here. Four, I'm up seven on. four, and he's he, he can get me this weekend. He's get, got a really good team. Get him, Hoskins. He's got a really good team. You're beating him by five blocks. It's entirely possible. Steals. It's entirely possible I that I do not enter March still not having lost a week since Christmas. It's possible. It's possible. Robert Downey Jr. dot Jeff. I roll. That's where you thought I was going? No, I think, he dodged jury duty this week. Yeah, I thought. I mean, we all thought that. Now, so 
I, I don't know, uh, Hoskins, if you'd have been a foreman for this gig. You might have just been one, one of the, the jurors. I, I was thinking to myself this week, uh, he could have been a foreman. You never know. What do you do if you're in jury duty with Mike Del Tufo? <laughs> you just make him the foreman because he's never going to shut up anyway. But do you make him the foreman? Yeah, I think so. But he's the I king. I have everything ready. He, that's, you can't have that guy as your foreman. <laughs> yeah, but when you can't he, have not you can't have a guy when the chips are down and you say what's going on. You win all these Emmys, and then he's like, I can't have everything ready. Here's the thing, though, about Mike, though. Yes, as we've seen when he's out in public doing the Mike thing, that's his moment. He lives for that. Like he actually wants to be on jury duty, where everyone else is just thinking about how to get out of it. He wants to be there. But you can't tell the judge, I can't be in jury duty tomorrow because I've got to do a Seton Hall Boston <laughs> College game. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say that. That's true. FaceTime like he does, Mike right now. Like, what is like, he doing? Like, I, I have no idea. I don't want Actually, you know what? Don't want to know. He probably have a story with the defendant. Oh, yeah, we went once. Don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah, he could. By the way, like, You're he could easily disqualify himself. Very fast. Without trying to disqualify himself. Right. Oh, yeah, we're buddies. We go way back. Exactly. Yeah, we go way back. When I was a cop, when I was a, You were a, What? Could you imagine You're out, being stuck in a jury room with that guy? Juror 15 is dismissed. <laughs> I would, could, could, a, could a juror personally declare a mistrial? Because you want to get out of the jury room with the other guy? Uh. <laughs> Too bad he's not here because he'd be like he would definitely have a jury duty. He story. has a story. Well, that was the foreman. Does he have a story? I won't be in the foreman. Uh, Does he have a story, or you're just saying that up? No, because on it, you know, he probably has. He surprised me. Remember, we talked earlier about spatial placement on our show. Mm-hmm. Brockman is in the he is in the line of 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 fire in the spit zone. I mean, you're in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you must hear all. Of the conversations, <laughs> and and then he ropes you in when you don't want to be roped in, like, like yesterday, Felly, Felly, where I'm 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 opining on something, no doubt, expertly, oh and I'm, oh I'm, I'm, I'm 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 talking about it, but you're involved, TJ and Brockman, you were involved in the conversation. Yeah, we're talking, and and um and all of a sudden, Del Tufo gestures to the side door. He looks at me and then goes, uh, and he points to the side door. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and, the, and of course, I'm just like, well, what's going on outside? Let me and look. the reason why he points to the side door is because the sun was out after a rainfall that he saw earlier in the day on the radar and then went to the radar and saw on the radar that he called up on his computer that the sun would be out at a certain time and it did come out at that certain time so he's pointing out that the sun was out but also pointing out that he was right, right. because he pulled up the, like like he's in charge of the radar like or he was just like saw see, it. see? see? I, was like, I told you I told you the sun was going to be out his you? defense he did say though it was going to start raining by 11 so what? I could look just, at, I'm I, but, but dude it's not like he's some shaman that 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 so I had a vision and well, predicted it. Guy. No, but I, I'm just because he, he called up. I could call up Radar too and tell you about it. So <laughs> he, I really he, appreciate that, Mikey. He takes all ownership of things that he has no rights to take ownership to. How can he be a jury foreman? <laughs> I mean, the worst was when he would tell you guys stories, and I'd be sitting behind him and be like, "Right, tell him, Jay." And I'm like, "I know you're lying. What do you, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do?" 
I don't want to get fired. That's so a good yeah, course. That's your peer. You You're going to be judged by. You just might have gotten yourself fired. Right. I know. This right? is what one happens. When, this is what happens when he takes off. Yeah. We talk about him. And when you're not here, you can't defend yourself. Well, anyway, congratulations, Hoskins, <laughs> on uh, not getting called into jury duty. Although you were, I'm sure, would have been pleased to have done your civic duty. There you go. He's a fine, outstanding citizen who loves his Buffalo Sabres, who had a terrific uh, week here in Southern California recently. All right. Let's take some phone calls. 844-204-RICH, uh, number to dial. Uh, Chris in Redding, California, where I got my television start. What's up, Christopher? What up, Rich? How are you, man? What, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. So the fun thing that we um, in the newsroom have been wanting to ask you. What do you mean newsroom? Was there ever you, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean newsroom? What are you talking about, Chris? What newsroom, news? KQMS and KRCR. Are you, hold on a minute. So you're calling in from my, my former station, is what you're saying. News Channel 7, Mike Mangus, man. Hey, this is fantastic. That man, <laughs> that man as we know, is a, is saint. a legend. A saint. A saint. Uh, oh, absolutely. So, you, so you, you work with Mike, is what you're saying. I work with Mike. So, so yep. just before we continue on with our conversation, Mike Mangus mm-hmm. was the... Um, senior main sports anchor at Channel 7, 7R, Spirit of the North State. You still refer to yourself as the Spirit of the North State, or that, that, that phrase is long gone, Chris? Did, is Chris oh, no, he cut off. Oh, no, I, I didn't do that. They didn't pay oh, the phone God. bill at that. Well, anyway, <laughs> call back, Chris. <laughs> he might have been calling in from the same phone where I got a call from ESPN. They found me in the newsroom at KRCR. I hope he calls back. Chris might have got some breaking news. Oh, in my gosh. Man, what's going on? Anyway, Mike, Mike was, the, was the main sports anchor. I was the, he did the, uh, the uh, 5.30 and 6.30 shows. I did the 5 o'clock and the 11 o'clock shows. And he's shows. still there? Yeah. Wow. That's I believe he still is. I think he came back. I think he's the main news anchor now. One of the sweetest people on planet Earth. And I was going to tell Chris, I, I would love for him to ask Mike, in a private moment, how many times Mike saved my job because <laughs> of the goofy, crazy stuff <laughs> I was doing on the air? Well, I think they're watching, so you may have just asked. Mike uh, I mean, I, I, I bet you, that, I bet, and, and Mike would never tell me. I bet you he saved my job a couple times. I at, at least two over unders, two and a half. I take the how over. so by going to the over uh, the 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 no, people, people in charge are, or by like when pulling I first you to started, the side. When I first started, you'll love this. Oh gosh, you would particularly love this is that there was a, there's a, a high school in town known as the Anderson Cubs, Anderson High School Cubs. Okay. And it was a big wrestling match between Anderson and I forget the rival school. Big wrestling match. Mm-hmm. So I had Mike be sort of the mean gene. Okay. And I did a <laughs> promo. Well. Uh, dude, I did a promo where I was the junkyard cub. Shut up. <laughs> yes. This happened. I was the junkyard cub, and I'm like, I'm gonna, we're gonna take him out, you know. And I did a whole Macho Man, okay, wearing the Anderson Cub sort of jacket, and people called in saying I was disrespecting the sport, disrespecting the school, disrespecting the whole process. What? How? Who is this new guy, Mike Mangus, who's doing this crazy stuff? Total like complaints. That they called into the night service and they would type it out like junkyard cub, no good. Like, <laughs> that was that was no question one of the times he saved my job. No doubt in my mind. 
Those people didn't have a sense of humor. Well, I'm, I mean, it's I'm just like the junkyard you're cup. sitting there watching the local sports <laughs> and you're trying to find out legitimately what's going on with this big wrestling match everyone's talking about. And my coverage was to turn the sweet Mike Mangus into Mean Gene. And I'm like, I'm, we're going to take him out. And people didn't like that. I was the junkyard <laughs> cub. Brilliant. Thank you. But my, but my career was almost wow. instead hit it. My, Kaput. That's Kaput. correct. There's got to be footage of this somewhere. Oh, in this it, oh it exists. Oh, man. I As I was going to say, I think I have your tape. Yeah, okay. well, you were Del Tufo oh, has it, right? I know. I definitely have it because we did a segment on it on the old podcast specials at NFL Network. Yeah, like, I think it exists. Like 10 years ago. So um, I, I have it We'll somewhere. scrub it. We'll scrub it. The JYC. And maybe we'll put it on the air. Cub. We'll you, yes. also, you also interviewed <laughs> a cow wearing a leather jacket, which was a little weird. A bull. Bull, yeah. I interviewed a bull. I covered the rodeo by interviewing a bull, and they and I had the bull handler yep. stand, uh, <laughs> you know, aside me, and he assured me the bull will not charge you when you turn your back on the bull. <laughs> and That's probably number re- two. That was probably number two. <laughs> where the my bull charge? It, I'm here, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> El Satador? El Satador. Right. Anyway, I have that somewhere. I'll <laughs> uh, take a break. We'll do what's more likely. Mike Sando of The Athletic, he did the deep dive on, on Russell Wilson and what's going on, what happened with the Broncos. Uh, he'll join us. And then Brandon Sklenar, uh, who plays Spencer Dutton in 1923, a brilliant show. He is brilliant in it. I can't wait to go down a Yellowstone 1923 wormhole with him. That's still to come here on this show. Junkyard Cub. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, along with our live Roku channel stream. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. And the break, I just went in the back. A nice chit-chat with our next guest coming out in the middle of the next hour, Brandon Sklenar of 1923. And uh, in this program, he plays Spencer Dutton, a uh, wild game, big game hunter. Um, I know you wore cowboy boots, TJ, thinking he was a cowboy in the well, show. It, no, it wasn't the reason. I'm I assuming that it was I just a coincidence. No, I assume yeah. that'll be year, uh, season two of this fantastic program. Season two has been picked up. But uh, in the show, there's all sorts of danger that he has overcome. Okay. And I can't wait to, uh, you know, uh, in, in the bush, in the wild, and what have you, uh, at, at open sea. Um, I can't wait to ask him where... Uh, driving all the way down here in a driving rain ranks. <laughs> it's got to be high on the list for him. And Chris, I know. Uh, again, you're you're almost through 1883. Almost done 1883. And when you watch 1923, you will realize that uh, despite Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren being in the show, the most interesting character, expertly played, 
is the guy who's going to be sitting in this chair. All right. Can't wait. And on top of it, I'll say it, um, it's going to be a tough two-shot for the kid over here. <laughs> he is man pretty. Whoa. You are, you are hey, up I'll to speed it. on 1923. I am. Good-looking guy. <laughs> in terms of two shots, Chris, you, you've seen them. You've seen them. You've been around with me. Seen all of them. Uh, the Rich Eisen Show podcast yeah. that this show has been born out of, like, what, 15 years ago. Uh, me and Tom Brady, that's still number one. Yeah, I think that's number one. You were at the Pats luncheon, I think, before the 2011 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry, Henry Cavill's been in here multiple times. Yes. Um, this is, this is going to threaten. This can take those down uh, from the rafters. <laughs> I think who else Not to be uh, weird about it. Well, I think it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Too late? Yeah. All right. We, we passed that threshold. Let's talk what's more likely. It's a Friday hey. staple. Chris is going to give me um, either oars or whatever's on your mind for the upcoming weekend in sports, <laughs> if not beyond. Hit it. We've got great production value. What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right, Christopher, go for it. What do you got over there? What's more likely? The rain stops or we're in this hell for another 40 days? Uh, let's collect animals by twos. Uh, all right, guys. We were talking about this yesterday. Um, Derek Carr is going to be a Hall of Famer, apparently, because he's going to win a bunch of Super Bowls. Oh, so uh, <laughs> who's more likely to win the big one in the next six years? Cowboys or Jets? <laughs> Get out of here, man. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I'll go Jets. Sorry, TJ. As you should. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I speak it into existence? I'm not going to sit here and say it's your team. No, you shouldn't. With your Dallas star behind you. You know and what I was going to say, so. I'll go Jets. I'll go Jets. I think Derek Carr is going to do it. <laughs> This guy. <laughs> Derek Carr wants thirty-five million a year. Sold. That's it. That's all he wants. That's it. That's the report. That's Sold. Out there. Oh yeah. man, you got run. No, Jets run, you, run. So don't worry about run. nobody else. Sign this cat. Do not walk. Run. He'll take mid thirties. He'll want forty-five like some other people yeah. in sharing the stadium with. Come on. Oh, my God. Woody Johnson should blow out a hamstring trying to run the sign Maybe start stitching up the jerseys right now. That's according to uh, Diana Rossini. Oh. Well, she would know. She's been putting a lot out there about yeah. this situation. Rossini's been getting busy. What else? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> since Derek Carr is going to go to the Jets. Oh, my God. And, and be a future Hall of Famer. Who's right. more likely to be a Hall of Famer? Oh, my gosh. Derek Carr or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. Get out of here with this noise. Really? Yeah, because he's been really? playing himself out of it. Let's, the last let's couple just years. say, <laughs> let's not go recency bias. Let's see who's got a proper base from which to make the Hall of Fame. Russ has got stats for days, and he's got the the um, resume. Stop. What else, Chris? Really? You're just gonna just blow right past that? Well, I, Derek's got to do. All Russ has got to do is win one more in Denver. Yeah. Come task. on, man. Tall task. What else? All right. <laughs> All right, some actual real ones. I love his attempts at pushback. <laughs> okay. You got something that, that we don't need, like an hourglass to try and, you know, time our way to, to see if I'm accurate or not? Which new head coach more likely to make the playoffs? Next year? Time? Yeah, coming up in okay. 2023. All right, at least we're recent. Uh, Jonathan Gannon? Oh, Steichen. Or my man Steichen. I'll say Steichen. In the Colts. Gannon's not going to... 
Come on, man. Next Who's year? quarterback? In Indianapolis? Yeah. Am I wrong? It's going to be a rookie. It's going to be a rookie. I'll, 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 I'll take Shane Steichen. Steichen. Th- those two it. look exactly alike in that picture. Put that am up I one wrong more time. about this? Or am I off? I thought it was. They do look like the same guy. <laughs> one guy way, looks like he, w- he hasn't shaved in five days. Me, the but fact <laughs> they do that, like the same guy. Hold on. Keep this up on the screen here. <laughs> the fact that Dax Shepard trended on Twitter because for a full day got- because <laughs> the guy on the right got hired by the Colts. He looks nothing like Dak but there was there was Nothing. a there was a picture there was, there was, there was a hat. picture that they yeah. were attaching that I like yeah he did but those two twin sons of different mothers right there what else quarterback to make the playoffs for the first time next year Justin Fields or Kenny Pickett ooh I'll go Pickett I think the Bears have a long a long way to go and I got to see more building I'll take Kenny Pickett I they agree. damn near made the playoffs this year it's my guy KP I I yeah. <laughs> Who you thought wasn't going to be drafted as high as he was drafted. I just knew where he was going. Yeah. What else, Chris? Let's see if we could shoehorn one more. All right. To win one more championship before they retire, LeBron or Aaron Rodgers? Oh. LeBron. Yeah. I'll take LeBron. I'll take LeBron. Good one, Chris. That's a good one. That's a real good one. You you disagree? You disagree? I do disagree. Wouldn't you take LeBron? Yeah, at 1,000%. Okay. Is, is LeBron going to do it for the Lakers? Uh, well, we, you, that wasn't part of the equation. I know it wasn't. I just made it part of it. <laughs> Who's Rogers going to be with right now? So if you're just saying what's more likely, I choose LeBron. Look, when, when LeBron goes to Dallas to link up oh, with Luka and Kyrie and then brings Bronny in. By the way, going to be MVP this yeah. year, Joker or anybody else? I'll take anybody else. I'll take the field, even though Joker, again, he's 22nd triple-double of the season Great. last night giving him 25 straight games in which he triple-doubles that the team wins. That's the longest winning streak of anybody who's triple-doubled in the history of the NBA. Broke Magic Johnson's record last night. I still think the fact that he's won the last two, that somebody's not going to give him three in a row. I'll take the field. Especially after what Embiid did last night. I'll take the field. Incredible. You keep caping for him. And Embiid beat uh, the Joker earlier this year. Like I said, Embiid did it. Great job. What's more likely? That's good stuff. All right, Mike Sando for a hardcore football talk on what's going on with Russell Wilson and one of the stars of 1923. Brandon Sklenar is here in studio. He plays Spencer Dutton. It's going to be a great chat that's coming up. Still here on the Roku channel. On our burgeoning audience. I'll call it a monster audience. <laughs> I mean, we're everywhere. Just stop us. Like I dare you. Is that, uh, is that too um, braggadocious? No. Thank you. How do I look? Great. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you on that one. I, I, love, catching, I love catching TJ off guard. You went back to the quarter zip today. I did go back to the quarter zip today. Yeah. 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 I went full zip yesterday. You still Thanks got the for fresh noticing. cut going. You I got the fade. fresh cut going. The fade's still in effect. Yeah. What do you got for shoes today? Um, Just the boat shoes because it's, it's, you know, yeah, raining. It's kind of I mean, he ain't got cowboy boots on. That's yeah, for sure. raining. This guy's wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> it's at this moment that the Roku Channel executives are all looking at each other and saying, well, what are they talking about? <laughs> this is called content. It's raining. I mean, yeah. what do you want us to do? What is it's raining sideways. Thank you. <laughs> That's never gonna, not going to be funny. I'm sorry, I love that. What one. is that from again? The family uh, guy? Family guy. Oh, it's raining sideways? Yeah, Ollie, the news reporter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hailing in Encino yesterday. Yeah. Huh? Did you Yo, get hail? It, was, it didn't get hail at my house, but it, some of my friends who live in other parts of Los Angeles definitely got hail at their house. 
I saw it held in like Laurel Canyon area in uh, Sherman Hale Oaks Hermosa. area. The hell, the hell going on. The hell going on. <laughs> Shout out to my pool guy who showed up for work this morning. <laughs> the hell going on. <laughs> this morning he did. Yeah. This morning. He had an umbrella and everything. He's out there. But why are you cleaning the pool? And it did rained. you stop him? Uh, we, That's like you're going to tell me about the guy who's coming to wash your car later today. <laughs> still, still got to pay him.